0: Welcome to FoxCast Physical Therapy, a podcast for clinicians made by clinicians. It's brought to you by Fox Rehabilitation. Find out more at foxrehab.org. Let's bring up our other colleague here. Coming to the stage, physical therapist, Dr. Will Dieter. Will we bring you up to talk about residencies? When I was sitting in your seats, I had heard those words, and all I heard was, more school. You went through our residency program within Fox, and now you run. You're managing a residency program at Fox. When someone walks up and you talk with a PT student or a colleague within uh, the practice, how do you describe what a residency is? Macro view. How
1: many of you guys feel like uh, the education you're getting here is superb? I'm sure I know that. How many feels that like they're going to be a master clinician walking out of school? How many of you feel like you're kind of like, eh, not sure how this is going to go? So, you know, I think we all have that feeling. And, and I think the easiest way to think about residency is you guys are going to come out of school and you're going to feel pretty good about what you're doing. You've learned things. It takes a couple hours to learn things, right? To master them takes thousands of hours. And I think in a nutshell, that's what residency does. It, it allows you to become a master of your craft and understand the nuance and get there in a structured way. I think there's this misconception that, you know, more time and more experience is going to make everybody a really good clinician. That works well if you can reflect. It works well if you're a deep thinker. It works well if you're a self-motivator and you're digging into Medicare guidelines and doing all these other things. Not everybody is going to be able to do that on their own. And, and they end up 20 years in sort of very similar to the way they were when they came out of school. But I think residency is a way to relatively quickly get your career started, get to that relative master level quickly, and kind of move on with it and continue to keep progressing and have those skills be able to keep doing it yourself. So I think in a nutshell, that's what residency is.
0: All right, so that's the macro view, yeah. right? So all residencies are different in different ways. Speak to the Fox residency, like what's it look like? Classes, mentorship, what's a resident's life yeah. like? Yeah, so we love
1: acronyms in PT. So it's ran by the American Board of Physical Therapy, Residency and Fellowship Education.
0: A-B-P-T-R-F-E.
1: Yeah, easier way to say it. So basically you have to have a certain amount of didactic material, You have to have a certain amount of mentoring. You have to have a certain number of clinical hours. They're the basic, you know, that's the basic paradigm for a residency program. I think what's unique about ours, and I think the most powerful thing about all residency programs really is you guys know the information and a little bit more time with it is helpful, but the mentoring, the one-on-one mentoring with a board certified geriatric clinical specialist that is going to You know, I joke with our residents all the time. At any moment, I should be able to stop you and say, why are you doing that? And I don't just mean like, why are you doing the exercise? Why is their foot there? Why is that chair that way? Why did you say it that way? We don't go that deep. The person watching our care doesn't have any idea what's going through our head. And it should be a lot of stuff. So basically that mentoring I think is the really big missing key. You need to have at least half of it be with a GCS. That's the requirement. Ours is like 99.9% just because we have so darn many rolling around everywhere. And we think it's important. We even ran a little bit of an internal study to look at sort of outcomes and value of clinicians that are residency trained versus GCSs. And it was pretty clear if you're a residency trained clinician your outcomes are better, faster. And that's the name of the game at this point, right? Is clinical value.
0: What David Nash say, no outcome, no income. Absolutely. right. So that's kind of like a snapshot view. And again, we'll be available after this to to talk more about it as well as information on the website, foxrehab.org. How are they different? Because you've been working with the residency program. Talk about the people and how they progress from day one. I've seen them before deer in headlights, and then watching them give a presentation at a symposium. Describe that change and what they walk away with.
1: The biggest thing, and it's thought process. Right now, you guys learn something, it's related to this condition. When I see X, I do Y. Right, and you're kind of trying to get that down as best you can. Then it turns into, well, okay, when I see X, but it's a little bit different, now Y is not the answer anymore. What are the other 50 options that are there for that condition? And how do I sort of cross pollinate? And maybe this thing was what I learned to do for Parkinson's, but it actually may have some applicability over here in some other type of Parkinsonism or whatever it might be. So I think the ability to be flexible, be a deep thinker, reflect is a big thing because you're not going to have mentors forever. Being able to really reflect on what you did and what you didn't do, even the things that went well, what could have went better? It's it's teaching a thought process and an approach. Um, then on the other side of it, you know, out, outside the clinical piece, and this is where residencies are really different. Ours has a, like they do an entire leadership module with um, Tim, which is amazing piece, and healthcare economics, and public speaking, and running a capstone project, running a running a research project from the ground up. Here's my idea. Here's the stakeholders. Here's how I'm going to measure it. Here's why it's important, right? And run it all the way through. That's a heck of a lot different than, and not there's anything wrong with the other side. I'm just saying than jumping on a research project, collecting some data and sort of presenting someone else's sort of thought child. And I think that's one of the biggest things. And it helps you outside of the project is one thing, but being able to be a thinker that can manage something, get it to the finish line. That's what's big in our program. And I think a lot of the others as well. And that's some of the nuance around it.
2: What else do we have in our residency? We go above and beyond, right? Exchange of abundance, give more than what was expected we we, we we go so far beyond we uh, even had an have an etiquette portion of our residency program that you must pass etiquette class. Well, why is that important for a resident of a physical therapy uh, program, uh, graduate program to, to know etiquette? You need to know, do you know need to know when you sit at a fine dining table, what what silverware to use from the outside in, what glasses to use if you're drinking red wine, white wine, how to sit, how to fold your napkin when you leave the table, where to put your bag, your pocketbook, your briefcase, like those kind of things. We, we have a nice leadership component and a business component to it, right? Because that's what we Need to be to be a well-rounded practitioner. You need to understand where where your paycheck comes from, how to have a business conversation, how to present yourself, right? How to d- negotiate a difficult conversation, how to navigate obstacles that are come and barriers that you're going to run into, and it's a big part of what we do. So uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun with the, with etiquette dining, and you, you learn to eat calamari and peas and do it the right way. That's really difficult, and you're like, oh, Tim, that's not important of my of, of my of my healthcare training. Well, it really is, right? We we're going to graduate a well-rounded professional because when you're sitting down with healthcare administrators, physicians, you got to know how to eat. You got to know how to sit at the table because I learned a lot. I, I, I've been to the class seven for what, seven years now and I still pick something up new, right? So and, uh, an, another twist on our residency program, right? right.
0: Well, last question, last, last thought. If what you were saying about residency landed, it rung true to somebody in this room, uh, what would you want to say to them about why they might make make the decision to try that? A
1: couple of things. I think there's this conception that it's, it's going to be a continuation of school. It's not it's very professional, it's different. I think there's this thought that, you know, I'm not gonna be able to survive because my salary is gonna be, you know, not going to work for my loans. There there are options there that people don't realize. There's scholarships out there. There are certain programs that, you know, really don't, including ours, that don't really do much with salary because we're investing in in that person, right? They're out there. And I guess the last thing is that people need to understand as well, you don't have to be the number one person in the class to probably be accepted into a program. Um, They're actually, you may have a better shot than you think because it's not all just about the book side of it. It's how you're interacting with people, what your passion is, where you're looking to go with the profession, right? Plus Um, peas and calamari. And peas and calamari and I'm still trying to figure that out. But I I think it's more attainable than people think and you really should think long and hard about it and not just right out of school, maybe even once you've had a little bit of experience to think about, hey, again, kind of my route. I was out there and I was doing a pretty darn good job, but it could have been better. That's a good route to go as well. It doesn't have to just be a continuation. So you can kind of have your cake and eat it too. Get out, do some things, do what you need to do and then kind of come back and become that master clinician you really want to be.
0: A lot of reflection sounds like trying to find out more about yourself and what, what would be good for you. Let's hear it for Dr. Will Dieter. Thanks for listening to FoxCast PT. It's brought to you by Fox Rehabilitation. Fox clinicians work hard, love their work, and get the respect they deserve. Sound good? Then you'll love the autonomy to work in your own style and the support you get to achieve excellence. Plus... Freedom and flexibility to have a personal life. Whether it's your first day or you've been around for a while, your contribution is acknowledged and rewarded. That's what makes Fox a success. Happy, well-trained clinicians make great healthcare. Are you a fit for Fox? Find out now at foxrehab.org.